What's going on, guys? This is another episode of Here's the Thing. This is your boy, Crimson Black. And Damian Drago. And it's Rain again. And to start things off again, if you like what we do, be sure to go ahead and follow all of our social media pages at PowerTripOP, P-O-W-E-R-T-R-I-P-O-P, capital P-T-N-O, and also Patreon.com slash PowerTripOperations. Dollar a month, guys. I say this every time. Dollar a month. You can get access to all of the fun stuff that we have coming down the pipeline. And it's going to be biblical. It's going to be biblical. Now, this episode, we are coming to you on this fabulous Friday, talking about somebody, well, somebody, not really somebody, something that was actually requested. And we didn't think that we were actually going to be able to do this, but here we are. And hey, don't get no big ideas. Just because you request shit don't mean we always going to do it. That is absolutely fair. <laughs> that is absolutely fair. So, here oh, is the I thing with console wars and i say console wars for because there's been multiple stages so technically we can say the giant console war but both sides have won at some point in time and that's why it's a war yeah it's a battle exactly now when we are doing all of this it is mainly the big two playstation and microsoft Everybody has their opinions on both, but at the end of the day, where we are now, none of that shit matters because it all—all all that matters is play with what your friends are on and what you like to play. That's really it. There is literally so many ways to do everything now; it's yeah. ridiculous. And with Stadia coming on the picture, and like, bruh, and Stadia all, got people scared, bruh, <laughs> bruh. Like everyone was like, both Microsoft and Sony heard Stadia what it was gonna be able to do, and they were like, um, uh, so. So you remember when we were talking? about like combining games so we can have both play on both sides and yeah, you know, we, yeah. were, we were getting a little bar hurt. I mean, I ain't, I ain't, I mean, I ain't bar hurt no more. I mean, I ain't, ain't bar hurt either. Sony was like, all right, what? Oh yeah, you remember what we said about crossplay? About it ain't gonna happen, that we the best? Yeah, we, we sorry. We were real sorry. We apologize. We apologize. <laughs> Please, let's team up. Let us team up to finish all of these enemies that we currently have at the moment. <laughs> like the Power Rangers. So, anyway, at the end of the day, this was interesting to see over the years because the different dates kind of equal life cycles were longer than others. I mean, think about how long the PlayStation 2 is out. It lasted up until the Xbox One drop. That. From 2001 to the Xbox One dropping. And for some well, of the, the PlayStation 2, like, it wasn't their life cycle. The life cycle was up until the PlayStation 3 released. I'm talking about just from when they stopped. I consider a life cycle when you stop making the system in time. But they really did stop making the system. They just had so many still left over because they produced them before and people still wanted them. Yeah, that's true. They weren't you making them. You can't find millions. them anywhere now. Yeah. You can't find them in like any pawn shop, like hardly anywhere. Nah, that's not true. The pawn shop down the street from us has a couple PS2s. Yeah, with the memory cards in them. Remember we saw them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you can still find them around. 
I'm just surprised they still go for as cheap as they are because those things are like classic collector's items at this point. Yeah, but the only people think about it, bro. Only people who would know are the people who yeah, like. Yeah, like Barnes doesn't know what they got half the time. Think about it. I give you a brand new sixty dollar game. You only want five dollars for it, and you gonna sell it for ten. And it's a $60 like, game. They're going to sell it for like 30 <laughs> Which is even worse because they still losing the money they could make off of it. Mm. Think about like half, half, there's some shit in there that I've like, there are people, some shit in there that you and I have both seen in pawn shop that if you sell it on Amazon or eBay, goes for like hundreds and they're like, yeah. what's up is even for like $40? Yeah, that shit crazy. Yeah, because there's a lot of like, my, my one of my friends, he collects old games. Mm-hmm. There's a shit ton of them that he has that you sell them on Amazon are like four, two hundred, four hundred dollars. He got it from a pawn shop like five hundred, like five dollars. Yeah, it'd be like that. You know what they got sometimes? No, well, they don't, cause they think that what's newest is what will draw the higher price when that's not the case. It's actually no. a bolt. It's because if the right person down. come in with the right knowledge on what they want to buy, mm-hmm. you might have a thousand dollar item on your hand. Uh, exactly. What's crazy is that the consumers that are contributing to this console war currently between PS4 and Xbox One are about as old as the PS2 lifespan. Yeah. Like 15, 16 year olds now. To be fair, well, actually, the average person playing video games starts really young. As a male, no. The average person playing video games right now is in their mid 30s to 40s. That's the average person? The average person, so men the, and women. What's the outlier age? What do you mean? Like, They're like uh, the youngest, I guess. Well, the youngest all depends on who, uh, how quickly they want to introduce video games to their kids. There isn't really like an average outlier for that because unfortunately you got a mix between both. You got the people who uh, are genuinely trying to get their pe- their uh, kids into the same things that they were into. Right. And you also have the, I call them the Fortnite generation yes. that want to, I was just about to say. that their parents are just giving them stuff because of the fact that they saw somebody or saw a YouTuber that has it and they want it and so on and so forth. And they're just trying to keep their kids quiet. As we speak, there is a six-year-old back in my house playing Fortnite like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's the cutest like, thing ever, but... He probably does know what he's doing. He probably does. Absolutely. No, he's really good. He's really good, so he probably does, but... Absolutely. Because kids don't really have to focus on anything else. <laughs> so, yeah. But let's let's kind of start this whole thing off with what started the console war in the, the oh, first it was, place. It was, it was Xbox. Uh, no, not uh, even that. Xbox and What started. started the console war specifically were the mascots. Elaborate. So, them trying to go, hey, this is our marquee thing, this is what we know for, mm-hmm. ended up becoming a thing of, well, my mascot is better than yours. And boom, our console And board. boom, you got different royal communities. Because the, co- the company, Sony and Microsoft didn't start the console wars. The consumers did. We did this shit? Yes, we yeah. did. Uh, when, they, when they were doing that whole big press conference with the Xbox, when they had the rock up there, there was a there was some sly shots taken. Yeah, but that was uh, again from feeding from the community. Things that we did. So we gassed it. Yeah. We, the well, we gassed it. everything. Come exactly. On. Like this I'm all is coming watch. from the consumers. Think about it like this. The only company, and this will be another episode that we end up getting on, and we'll talk more about that there, is Nintendo. They were the marquee people who had everything. like Nintendo and Sega were the only two that had marquee mascots. To be fair, you can even argue that before PlayStation and Microsoft, there was Sega and Nintendo. Yeah. Because yeah. it was because it was well, really- Sega, Nintendo, and Atari. 
Yeah. They yeah. were the big three. That's fair. But the reason I say that is because the battle of the mascots was literally who was better, Mario and Sonic. Exactly. Sonic. I was just about to say. Yeah. Exactly. Now so, and now because of that, the whole thing of, hey, I spent all of this money on this console. This is better. Oh, no, never mind. This is better because I spent all this money on this and brand loyalty became the thing. They started pushing each other's mascots. So the community of Sega were like, all right, well, we have all of these dope characters and Sony popped in on that. So they started pushing Jack and Dexter more. They started pushing Crash Bandicoot more. They started like Spyro, all of these classic games that everybody loved and enjoyed. And then Xbox, when Halo dropped, Combat Evolved, it changed the entire landscape of gaming in general. That is like one of the biggest factors in how first-person shooters even evolved. Mm-hmm. Between that and Quake, which was also big on Xbox, there was really like nothing else outside of Doom. So essentially, for these two companies, at least for Sony and Microsoft, us, the consumers, gassed a war before we even had um, consoles to fight yes, battles. all because of the fact that that whole brand loyalty thing. So as soon as as soon as somebody drops a ton of money into something, right? They want to feel like they made the right choice, mm-hmm. which is why you can't go to somebody who's paid for, uh, for example, an Xbox One drop, drop a five hundred dollars on the Xbox, or even when a PlayStation Three drop, drop six hundred dollars on a PlayStation, and be like, "Yo, you should have just got this. This is so much better." They're going to defend themselves because of the fact that it was their money that they just spent, and they don't want to feel like they wasted it. And that conflict right there is what bred all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because and their response to us doing this is to Uh-oh. make Enchantress and uh, Evil Morty over here plotting on my desk. <laughs> oh man! But their response. <laughs> <laughs> their response to the consumer. They over here plotting. Was to give them a console to play all these games on and to you know use these uh, marquee mascots that they had. Yeah. Because so think, think about it like this: outside of Master Chief, who is Xbox's uh, mascot? I mean, I guess you could say I can't think of his name. Homeboy from Gears. Yeah, Marcus Phoenix. You, you can say him. Gears. Huh? You still play Gears? Yeah. They just dropped a brand new yeah, game. What you mean? Yeah, just dropped a new one. Y'all playing that? Absolutely. <laughs> Gears. Well, as much as I guess this is my last episode, guys. They like Xbox. Gotta go. What do you oh, mean? We own everything <laughs> in this yeah, house. You see what's on our desk. I do. What I do. Mean? I do. I do. As we speak, there are two PS4 Pros just staring at me. <laughs> so, so when it comes to that, it's like. Let, let's go ahead and make this disclaimer now. The whole concept of Xbox and PC, which for, for Xbox, PC, and PlayStation 4, which one is better, mm-hmm. none of them matter. Yeah, at this point, no. At all. Because every, everything, the connectivity between everything is... It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous about to disappear. Because think about it. Fortnite just had it so that if you're on your phone, you can play. You can, you can play, play with, with people PC on console. So you think the company yeah. realized that? You can play that with console players too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Cool. And they're literally slowly going to do it with all cards. All. Uh, I'm pretty sure Apex is going to do it at some point. So yeah. you think the companies realize this and you know birth the idea? They're trying to compete against Stadia right now. Stadia is the only one that's like so scary that it's like, hey, doesn't matter what you have, you can play with us. Now there's a <laughs> you lot can of play with us. <laughs> there's a lot of issues. With like their 
kind of going over and trying to fight because it's an uphill battle for what they're trying to do. Right. And it's a pure, uh, it's a pure server thing. Mm -hmm. And cloud gaming has not really been the best recently and they're trying their best to get a hold on it. Now you have this giant corporation in Google who has Google always all has the data banks necessary to pull this shit Google off. Is like so it becomes hilarious. terrifying. They're like, oh, y'all thought y'all had some? Bet. Exactly. I'm gonna drop some too. Yeah, because... Uh, That's terrifying. Kind of jumping around power. points, but when PlayStation dropped their... Uh, what was it? PlayStation Now? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was, really it was horrible, horrible because of the fact that you couldn't get past the latency. It didn't matter how fast your internet was. Unfortunately, streaming everything back to an all-bank server creates problems. Right. Then Xbox fixed that by saying, "All right, here's a giant library that you can just download, and you can still play those games." But the issue is, then that's not. That's no longer cloud gaming. It isn't. It isn't. That's so, but like it still has. Yeah, but they went about it and marketed it a different way because at the time that was really the only way to fix that. Because Microsoft is going back into cloud gaming with the X Cloud. We haven't really heard much about that, but that's essentially their next project. And Sony is working with them hand in hand, trying to make sure that that releases well so they can both use that technology. And in turn, they're also working hand in hand to better their uh, better their AI and their systems mm-hmm. and and their development to also make that better on both aspects because of the fact that they are definitely afraid of Google. Yeah, I was just about to say, so all of this is a collaborative effort to go against what's coming yeah, up. Think exactly. About, think about they gotta Google ride is. this wave out, which is why the console war no longer exists. Like, we it is literally stuff. console versus PC now. And that's scary to think of because before it was just people who were building PCs. When Stadia drops yeah. and everything works out the way it's supposed to, that's every single computer in the world because Stadia runs on everything. Everything is offloaded to other um, other places. And Shadow, which is another game streaming thing that does this shit really fucking well, proves that it can be done because you can play like fucking full-fledged games on your phone at 60 frames a second. Why you like think, uh, full fucking AAA games. Just came out with a new update that allows you to connect with any phone right. from your system and play the game as the phone's the second screen. Yeah. Because everybody knows what's stated. Google literally has forced everyone to evolve. Yep. Absolutely. Because really, really think about it. Like, the one thing I heard about the PS5 that at, all, at the end of the day that they needed to do was fix their GPU, fix their CPU, and get the 4K disk drive that yeah. they don't have in the Pro. And then that's all they put in the PS5, that's it. Now with Stadia coming out, they have to do a lot. Which is why they're focusing so more on essentially putting medium tier computer parts in their systems. And why they have AMD and uh, Ryzen technology and all their shit and M2 SATA drives and all of that because of the fact that they are trying to literally compete with computers now so that's, which is an uphill battle for real google got everybody shaking in their boots basically yes yeah it's terrifying 
That's not right. No, it's not. I it's mean, great. if they work it's together, it won't companies. be. It's terrifying forever. for Sony and Microsoft because of the fact that they're just like, well, this was our show forever, and it's not like Nintendo's going anywhere because of the yeah, fact that they have their own niche. They yeah. have their own niche little community, which is still fucking massive. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, when you heard about people talking about console wars, everybody was talking about, well, I got a PlayStation, and they always had the latest Nintendo system. Yeah. Because like, I either got a PlayStation or an Xbox had a and PSP insert and Nintendo system up. here. Whether it was a Game <laughs> Boy, whether it was a handheld or a console, they had some sort of Nintendo item on their right. person. What, what, what systems you got? Well, I got a PlayStation and a, and, a, and a Wii. Think about everybody who had a fucking Wii, everybody who had a Game Boy Color, oh, yeah. everybody who had a Game Boy oh, yeah, Advance. I had two, I had two everywhere. Yeah, I remember when Game Boy Colors used to be cheap as, like, cheap as all get out because they would break so easy and you'd be like, hey, I broke this. And this was even for like struggling families. Like, oh, you, you want to know? Boy? You want to know what's uh, crazy? I'll get you another one. Yeah. The Wii sold a hundred and one point nine million units. That's it. I had two of them. Bitches. I could have sworn the Wii, especially with as many people were buying it, was in. These are brand building. new systems. Remember, a lot of these uh, systems ended up getting circulated. That's right. Because of the fact that people got the Wii. They uh, played it. They loved it. They got it for their kids. Their kids grew out of it. They went to different systems. So they gave it up. Next generation, uh, next people bought it for their kids. Right. And the re-releases. It came in black. It came in red. Because Nintendo has always been the fun party game system. Yeah. When you have a bunch of people over, what does everybody pull out? Put on Wii Sports. Wii Sports. Sports. Mario yeah. Party. Wii Sports Resort. Mario, Mario Kart, Kart. Smash Bros. Oh my God, Mario that, Kart will end so many relationships. Exactly. Like they kicked an win. entire thing. Oh, but no. we're, we're, we're getting have a, we're getting on track uh, yeah. to a Nintendo thing that <laughs> we're gonna have in another episode. No, but you guys are right though about um when you have a PS3 or whatever, you always have an interchangeable Nintendo system. Nintendo system. Yeah. Exactly. To weed, to switch, to it weed. was always something like exactly. I think that's the scariest thing ever about like we'll get more into this in the Nintendo video, but I think that's the scariest thing about Nintendo is they're that never going anywhere. Never it doesn't matter anywhere. what they do, they are never going anywhere. Oh, everybody's ass, no matter how much you think your system is doing better, yeah. let them release something. That's, just, that's it. Sword and Shield proved that when yeah. the Switch dropped, that proved that. Like, uh, no, yeah. no matter what they release outside of the Wii U and the Virtual Boy, which is their only two failures. And and their entire existence as a company, that they don't really have any issues. Let's not forget that the Wii generation grew up on the DS. It was just switching. It's like Nintendo grew up with these kids yeah. until yeah, they eventually absolutely. grew out of it and got it for their kids. Yeah, that's absolutely true. But when we, when we talk about the console war now in this day and age, I think it's literally only uh, the community of Sony and Microsoft. Like everybody else yeah. is just like, well, we're just here. Because people, people who like, like us who either just really don't care will either do one of two things they'll either a get all the systems yeah play what they want on them or, or b, b they just get what their friends are on exactly and then or just you know build a pc yeah and at the end of the day like, at the end of the day the community kind of shot itself in the foot too when it comes to that because when you have stuff like that it will absolutely be shown in the sales Mm -hmm. and for how long the playstation 2 was out 15 years that the the sales for that shit 
were going to be monumental especially because of the backwards compatibility with it which was like the first of its kind i believe so you have a new system that you can get you have all of these original playstation games that you can still play that already works with it and all of these new games on top of that that are also being released that 15 year spam the psd released in that time frame right yep that's crazy that they were still selling that and the new one came out. Give me a second, I'll get the actual specific years. I always I always thought like when it came to that though, backwards compatibility was always a minute point. Because no, this is this is how I always felt about it. Like if backwards compatibility It was twelve years. Twelve years. Nineteen Ooh, oh my god. It should have been like ninety eight, ninety nine. Nineteen seventy seven to nineteen ninety two. Huh? What? It's still the highest one, so it still doesn't even have the longest lifespan. The Atari does. Oh yeah, I oh, about Jesus. The Atari. <laughs> but yeah, because like I heard a lot of people say, well, like, I didn't go to the PlayStation Four because they don't have backwards compatibility. But they the entire reason you buy a new console is to play the new games. games. And for some of the games that were on the but that was they remastered. But at the end of the day, they didn't want to get rid of all their old games. They still well, want yeah. to play Don't get rid of your old system. But a lot of times with how, yeah. especially when it came to the PlayStation 2 and the PlayStation 3, how expensive the 3 was when it dropped. People were trading in their systems to try to get it. Because at the same time of all of this shit going down, you have the uprising of EB Games and GameStop. Rest in peace, GameStop. Rest in peace, EB Games. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually pretty funny because of the fact that I found my EB Games membership card like a couple days ago. Now I was just like, I should just show this instead of a fucking... Uh, an ID when next time I buy a rated M game <laughs> just to be like hey bro look at this you don't you don't need you don't need to card me bro I've been in this for years <laughs> bro did we find like an old blockbuster maybe? yeah we found a whole <laughs> rest in peace blockbuster but uh, but again, with all of those sales and how everything just kind of ends up being structured, people kind of feel like money dictates what the next trend will be. So that's one of them yes and no things. I feel like when it comes to the business, absolutely. Yeah. And me, and that's all I mean yeah. because that's how all of this shit works. The no, only reason why we get certain games, the only reason why we get consoles, the only reason why all of this thing, all of these things happen in the first place is because of business. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, all of these companies are just trying to be profitable. They are not trying to be your friend outside of Miyamoto because that's gaming. That's everybody in the gaming industry's father. And yeah, Game Freak. Game Freak's pretty friendly. Game Freak is not friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Game Freak is not friendly. But like at the end of the day, like all of these people are just businessmen. So they take all those numbers and they go, all right, this is the trend. So we can push it this way. We can, we can get more leeway with this because we have big, a big enough fan following that even if some people fall off, we're still good. You know what? Now Which you, you creates the biggest problem with the generational mistakes. Yeah, because now... Because despite what you want to say, the PS4 won this this console war. Yeah. yeah but it, was. it wasn't because it had the better hardware. They just had, not even that, 
Because there was at first there was a big price difference, but yeah. that was like immediately gone within. Because like, it, it it wasn't immediately gone. It was there for about a year or so. Yeah. And but that's all they needed. And as soon as they were like, everyone was like, oh, I can buy this now. But at the same time, as soon as they dropped their price, so did the P4. Immediately, it was as soon as they dropped. Yeah, but it, it was only like a fifty bucks difference. But that fifty bucks matters. Yeah, I guess. You both worked at GameStop. We know exactly how fifty bucks will directly change somebody's uh, entire entire like, perspective when they get something. Man, I get a whole extra fifty dollars. Yeah, because yeah. remember, it was a fifty dollars cheaper with the bundles, so it came yeah, with a game, yeah, and they can also buy another one on top of that for that extra fifty dollars of yeah. just getting the system by itself. So that whole shit killed that as well. But what really and they this didn't is have any games and yeah Xbox, Xbox did not have any real games for their whole system like when you think of like when I say well they had games but they didn't have any uh real impactful games yeah like Uncharted outside of Halo we had Sunset Overdrive which, which was a dope game. But nobody but played it. Nobody fucking played it. And you know what's really hilarious about that? Nobody played Sunset Overdrive and then everyone got mad at Insomniac when they were like, well, why didn't you put Spider-Man on PlayStation or on Xbox? Because you guys didn't play the exclusive Xbox game that we gave you. Yeah. So why would we do that? We're going to go to the market where we know people are going to buy our games. Exactly. I literally had people who hit me up with, well, it was a Spider-Man game, so people were going to buy it. That's not always true. Yeah, it isn't. Look at the sales difference between Shattered Dimensions on Xbox and PlayStation. You can tell who really likes Spider-Man and who doesn't. Yeah. Absolutely. And when it comes with these sales, unfortunately, because we've seen PlayStation do it, we've seen Xbox do it. They both did it, unfortunately, right after each other. And hopefully yeah. history doesn't repeat itself when these new consoles get. But we'll talk about that later. For example, when riding the sales of the PlayStation 2, which outright demolished the original Xbox oh, in sales. And the Xbox 360 came out essentially to just be like, all right, well, here you go. This is what we think is the better version of what we released. You guys have fun if you want it. If not, we're cool. PlayStation got the big head and was like, oh, no. They gonna, yeah, they're they going to buy they our shit regardless. And at a whopping $600, they released the PlayStation 3. Like, really think about that. Because at the same time... The That's $600 back then, too. Yeah, because at the same time, the goddamn PlayStation 2 was not Still only... Still being sold. Was being sold, and it was like... The, the most expensive you find it was like 200 The cheapest yeah. you could find it was like 100 Yeah. So you can buy several PlayStation 2s, flip them, and even make more money back from buying one PlayStation 3. Exactly. Which sex you back because you're not going to flip that immediately. And that is why Xbox won that section of the console war. When PlayStation 3 released that shit for... Uh, for almost like double the fucking price of the Xbox uh, 360 oh. at the time. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, had no backwards compatibility, was always overheating and had a it, fuck ton of glitches. The original PlayStation had it. 
the original PlayStation 3 is big fat bodies. Yeah. A lot of those models did have backwards compatibility. It's why a lot of people got pissed off when after the whole overheating and shit they fixed. It Wasn't there the two top. different yeah, versions right. of right. the OG fat PS3? Wasn't there two different versions? It was like yeah. glossy black and it was like a matte black afterwards. Yeah. yeah. So both of those had overheating problems. Or was yeah. Glossy yeah. They yeah. Both yeah. Did. I know I had the glossy rush black. consoles. Like it was like we're just rush consoles for six hundred dollars. Exactly. Yeah, that was the issue. That was the biggest issue. Being, like, and it's what sent so many people to Xbox. Mm -hmm. So in like from like 2002 to like 2009, the entire wave of the world ended up being on Xbox Live. You talk to anybody now that were either in college or high school back then, or some circles even middle school, nine times out of ten, if they are playing with their friends online, at that time, they are in Xbox. the Xbox party chat. Yep. This is where the majority of people like even YouTubers and Twitch streamers even got their names from. It's their original Xbox gamer tags. Like yep. mine actually now actually also comes with where the crimson and crimson black comes from. One of my old Xbox gamer tags. It's crazy to think about, but one of it's just one of those things that the competition ended up pushing them to the other party because yeah. of the fact that they just figured they were too big to fail. Unfortunately, years and years and years down the line, when both are starting to release their next console, because this is when we started kind of sinking the life cycles a bit, mm -hmm. you have Xbox who are riding off the sales of the 360 which are doing astronomically great for them and they've already released like like six different versions and everybody had their own version of the xbox that they wanted to get for what they wanted to do and what they wanted to play with which also skyrocketed their sales because there was essentially something for everybody no matter if you're a casual or hardcore gamer mm -hmm. which i believe they're going to try to get back to uh they were like hey we are too big to fail now everybody loves a 360. so you have them stepping up and going, hey, Whatever welcome we to our out. conference. Here's the next Xbox One. You know how y'all love to play video games? Well, we're going to throw TV into that as well. We are going to make this your entire living room. And they also picked that up from Nintendo mm -hmm. because the Wii ended up sticking in a lot of homes because people use the Wii for the apps. Whether it was Netflix, whether it was YouTube, anything like that, people bought Wii for apps. So they were like, all right, bet, we'll just put that in the Xbox too. We'll make sure that we have that big uh, app pool. We'll make sure that we integrate live TV, make sure all of that stuff works, make it a seamless interface and all of that stuff, which didn't turn out to be very seamless. And <laughs> essentially push that as we're no longer for gamers. We are for everyone and try to cast that wide net. I feel like when it came to a lot of that, and one of the things, like, the two things that I felt like, because even, even saying it all that, that sounds pretty dope. Yeah. If it, it works or it halfway works, that's still pretty dope. Yeah. But and where I feel like they shot themselves in the foot was... Well, I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was getting into that. Shot themselves in the foot? Microsoft. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was getting to where they ended up overstepping their boundaries. Yeah. So when it came to uh, that press conference as well, when they came through it, they did two things. They went... Alright, to make it easier on everybody, the Xbox will always be online. Which means, and it's still a thing if you buy any of the classics, you cannot even boot the thing up unless you have connection to the internet. You can't get past the setup screen. Nope. 
and that's even the case with the slims because we reset one not too long ago when uh, we were in Cuba mm -hmm. and because of the fact that it wasn't connected to the internet we could not do anything with it nothing it was just a paperweight was it for you guys or was it for someone else what do you the, the system you're trying to reboot. No, it was, oh, it was, it was mine. Oh, oh you guys are trying to play it down there. No, <laughs> no, no, no. So I heart, uh, I heart reset it oh. because of the fact that I was going to sell it. Oh, okay. okay. And Couldn't trying to set it back up, it was impossible because internet. it didn't have any internet to actually put it up to. So you literally just sit there at a 0% installing screen to actually fucking get the shit running to set up. Mm -hmm. And that was it. Mm -hmm. So that was a real big plus, oh, big minus. And then on top of that, they were like, I don't, I don't even think they even released any games because at first they were like, yeah, uh, used games aren't a thing because of the fact that we know, and they were right about this, that gaming stores are no longer going to become a thing. They were right. They were right, but they said that way too early and way too matter of fact. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. the status quo was still physical hardware. I think just like out of spite, like which is why a lot of stuff like started being weird at GameStop was because immediately we're like after oh, they said that GameStop fucking stock went up. Yeah. <laughs> because people were like, you know what, fuck you. I'm gonna go buy my games like I used to back in the day, and that literally stuck for a little while. So it sounds like they went to that conference with a really big head. Exactly. They, they literally and that was the I, I just I don't like know PlayStation when they dropped the PlayStation Three. Three. Yeah. I don't even know if it was at that conference specifically, but. It might have been just an interview, but I've heard one record where someone asked him the question, well, what about soldiers in the Middle East who don't always have access to the internet that still want to play the Xbox game? And they literally go, that's what the 360 is for. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that. That was That's literally on record. I'll look for it later, but that was literally said. And I was like, so they basically just said, fuck everybody. Yep. Y'all going to buy it? And y'all. But in most like cases it. when they release these new consoles, with the exception to the PS3, PS2, you know, era of time, don't they discontinue the old one? Yeah. Not not yeah. entirely at first. Yeah, not uh, so they slowly uh wean off production. Nine times out of ten when they release a new one, they have a lot of stock of the older generation consoles already. Which is why PS2 lasted so long. Yeah, like, yeah because like they didn't drop all that shit. The, I think the announcement that they no longer made PlayStation 2 is it didn't come out until they announced the PS4. Uh, no. It was like within uh, like two. No, it was during early P3. It was during early P3 when they stopped making those things and they made that announcement. It was during. It wasn't uh, during the Fat Body era. No, it wasn't. It was right after the Fat Body. So it was around when the first Slim yeah. came out. Okay, mm -hmm. that's the one I got because you know. I it like was to, like, like $300 <laughs> cheaper. Yeah. I like to wait until, like, you know, pie shops. I, I, just, I got cousins and... It'd be like that. It'd be like, it'd be like They just love that game system. They have something for me. Like, so. Yeah. So, <laughs> unfortunately, like, we had that same shit happen with Microsoft, and they had the big head. And then Sony slid on in there the very next day, I think it was. They literally released a commercial that showed... How do you play games with friends that your friends have? It wasn't. No, that was at the that was at the conference. That was at eight. That was at the conference the very next day. <laughs> they were just like they were, they were like, all right, so here is the game that oh, and also kind of a minor point that I kind of skipped over. They also dropped it at five hundred dollars, a hundred dollars cheaper than the PlayStation Three price that pissed off everybody. 
The PS4? It was no, 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 the Xbox. The original Xbox. Xbox. Original Xbox came out. Four ninety nine. Four four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. The way and people justified pushed, it, and then they pushed it with the Connect. Right. That's the way people justified it. They basically said, well, the system itself is four hundred. It's four hundred. And the Connect extra hundred to the Connect. Exactly. But the reason you couldn't but do that. Nobody wanted the Connect. Yeah. Because everybody knew that the Connect didn't work. And then what made matters worse is also during the Xbox conference when they were talking about this was before the release, mind you, mm-hmm. and even after the release, the shit still doesn't work to this day. They fucking uh, tried to do the whole Xbox One shit and it failed. And the they conference? also tried to do some shit where they were like, when you buy a game from us, you and you want to like you get a game and you want to like play it at your friend's house, you have to like have your friend buy the license for the game. Yeah. Isn't that something similar on PS4, game sharing? No. No. No, 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 no. that's a totally different thing. Game sharing is when you have different people on the same account. Like, yeah. for example, uh, I'll have an account and Drago will have an account. Right. And we'll both have different, uh, so on two different systems when it comes to game sharing. I'll have my main account on his and my standard account. He'll have his main account on mine and his standard account right. on his. Right. So as long as we have internet connection, the license will pull up that we own this game. We can download it. And because he has it on his main system, he can play it on his profile. I see. I see. That's how game sharing works. They were going with, oh, this game was not registered by this system nor this uh, user. Therefore, you have to spend like, I think it was like, it was cheap, but it was, it was, it like was still, of, it was still a pain. Yeah. It was like 15 bucks. So at the very next, uh, at the very next issue, the very next day, Sony comes out and is like, hey, guess what? We're not doing any of that. We're releasing a system that's 400. They started off with the price. Mm -hmm. So we're $100 cheaper. On top of that, you can actually play games on our system. And when they said that, everybody was like, ooh, man, shit. Immediate shots fired. And because of that fact, everybody was like, ooh, they beefing. And it hyped up the community. So the whole community jumped over to PlayStation. The people who are already like late on the PlayStation 3 era are like, yeah, that's what the fuck is up. Because of the fact that they're all still riding away from PlayStation All-Stars and all of that shit and kills them. I so, want a PlayStation All Stars. Yeah, I, I need that as a remake. I need that. I, need, so I don't even need a two. I just want a remastered version. So of that. remake or make a sequel to PlayStation All Stars. Yeah, that, that, that should be dope. But at the um, you have those, and then you have all of the people that Microsoft just gave the middle finger to to their own damn community. And they all were like, well, I guess we're PlayStation people now. And they fucking hopped over it. The only people that actually got Xboxes were those diehard Xbox fans. Xbox fans that were like, you know, I feel like all those cats were like those salty cats that kept asking their mom when they were younger for a PlayStation 2. And, and they never got one. But then, then they finally got, got an Xbox because it was cheaper, cheaper so they yeah. stole with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, well, my Xbox is better. Yeah, because you bought it. <laughs> the 360 drop, they were just justified. Yep. And then they were like, well, I don't care. My Xbox One still going to be better than the PS4. And it all goes back to that. They spent their money on it, so they want to get justified. Yep. But Sony, no. Sony is just like being the kings of petty, and they have been riding that wave of success. It's been working. It, ha- it has been working. Because every single time Microsoft did something to compete for the first half of their lifespan, Sony's like, Fucking Sony did the same shit immediately. 
Y'all want to price drop? All right, bet we'll price drop it and we'll throw a bundle on in that shit. We can, yes. we can sell at a loss because we have that much money made off of it. They started buying up all the exclusivity rights to everything. The biggest thing was PlayStation getting Call of Duty and uh, working with Activision. Because up until then, it was always an Xbox thing. Yep. Then, yeah. when they hop ship and went over, it was a wrap. When Black Flag dropped Assassin's Creed 4, yeah. and they had whole fucking levels together wow. specifically on PlayStation. Liberation was a PlayStation Vita. Yeah, exclusive, exclusive game. The Vita, bro. Yeah, yeah, and it was. Uh, I love my Vita. And it was, it was just one of those things where they didn't really, they couldn't really do anything because PlayStation had already amassed such a big uh, profit margin from it. They could literally do whatever they wanted to continue to undercut Microsoft, and it worked every time. As soon as Xbox released the Slim. All of a sudden, here comes PlayStation that also released a Slim. I'm released a Slim and a Pro. Yeah. Fucking twice. I always thought they released they released a Pro though to kind of get ahead of the yeah. Xbox higher quality console thing that they did. That was supposed to be Scorpio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because at first they did still release Project Scorpio level uh, shit. So that did get released first, and then everything out of that after that was the Xbox uh, One X. But I always thought it was like. Like it was hilarious because this entire time, Micro, like from the jump, every the entire community let them know that the reason we're pissed off is because one, you basically said we can't play games on a game console. Yeah. And they immediately thought it was hardware. Mm -hmm. I could imagine somebody saying, "Did I ask you for a fucking TV on my Xbox? I want games. Like, what the fuck is this?" Exactly. Because exactly. they were again, they were trying to cast that wide net of get our gamers, get the family people, get the people who wouldn't normally consider getting an Xbox. That's what they were trying to do with it. Which is, why, it which is why they had the multitasking TV thing, which I actually thought was pretty cool. I thought it was too. I thought it was kind of dope. Mm -hmm. The but, only reason I didn't get an Xbox when it first hopped off because I had the money to get both. I just decided to go with the PlayStation was because Rise was dope but there was no other game at their it was way time. it was way too for me it was way too cinematic if I wanted to play a movie I just watch a movie well because there's there's difference really between, uncharted. but uncharted isn't literally that entire game being nothing but press button uh quick time event press button quick time event that's yeah. all Rise was it was a animated movie that they just put quick time events into and call it a game. Yeah. You and couldn't was, even really make choices. At least at uh, during Until Dawn, you were able to make choices that directly impacted the rest of that game, so you still felt immersed. Right. Yeah. You don't Heavy get Rain that with Rise. Was, Heavy Rain was the exact same way. Exactly. I think it was Beyond. Beyond Two Souls, Souls was like that. Uh, Detroit Beyond Human. I absolutely I adore that, that game. game, and it did the same thing. So cinematic well, games aren't one. the problem. It's when you go too more, uh, too much in your to your uh, cinematics than yeah. your gameplay. Because other than that, there was another game that they announced at launch that I wanted. Like, Plants vs. Zombies looked fun, but I was like... But that wasn't Xbox exclusive. For a time it was. I thought the first one in... No, it was, a time it was also on uh, P It was also on PC. Ah, uh, that's what it was. And mm -hmm. then it, then when they released the second one, they brought over the first one for PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it was like it was just one of them things where it was like you guys wanted nothing. I, there was nothing I wanted because I wanted Killzone more than anything. I wanted Infamous Second Son more than anything. Oh my yeah. god, yes. Oh my. Like so, you have like all of these games getting pushed out. And for example, like and we'll kind of push this into the next predictions, where Xbox is going ham with their games now. They've heard. They've heard their biggest issues and they're trying their best to fix it yeah you guys are just talking about her buying out smaller game companies they, yeah. just, they just bought out ninja theory which saddens me because hellblade was no pun intended one hell of a game yeah but at the end of the day that's not a saddening thing that's a good thing no it means i have to like instead of just being like oh i'll just buy another playstation and move on i literally have to buy an xbox no you don't we both have pcs oh yeah xbox pass yeah yeah <laughs> thanks microsoft see exactly so like microsoft is doing their best to be like all right but well, i feel like it's shooting them in the foot at the same time no it isn't all it is is expanding their base because remember at the end of the day microsoft gets paid for all of that shit regardless which is why there it always felt like an afterthought when it came to xbox's shit at first because they're getting all the money from the consoles and they're also getting all the money from their pc sales yeah yeah because at the end of the day microsoft is a computer company first exactly look at that (laughs) but it was um, just another part uh another cock in their machine and they wanted to compete because of the fact that they were in the gaming industry, which is what they tried to push. Are they buying these smaller game companies in hope that somebody will look up? Oh, first of all, all of these gaming companies' games exclusive to Microsoft. Yes. Like for the can. majority of them. For the majority of the games, because I know there's a couple of them. There's that a couple of them that don't matter, but which is funny because it just means that Sony's going to end up having to pay Microsoft for some of their games, which is great. It's one of those DC. Uh, uh, Disney World Universal Studios type shit. Yeah, but that's already the thing now. Like, Sony has a patent to the Blu-ray player. Yeah. And every time Microsoft sells a gaming system with whether it's a 4K Blu-ray player or a regular Blu-ray Sony player, gets Sony, Sony gets a gets check. check. But because it's a gaming computer, a gaming console with computer parts, Microsoft will also get a check. Mm-hmm. It's literally just, here's your check. And here's All right. Well, no, it's not necessarily a computer parts thing because depending on what parts they use, it'd be more of a Intel versus AMD getting a check. For like example, the next PlayStation AMD is going to get cut a lot of checks because they're putting the Ryzen shit in the new Xbox and the new fucking PlayStation. Yeah. And another thing, um, what I was what I was gonna get to when I first asked is that are, are they hoping that one of these companies, because no matter what game they release, do they want it to be the next big thing for their console, or they no. just want these games on their console? Period. They just want like, these games on the console. Period. So uh, they, well, it's be, not even uh, if they're trash or not. Mm-hmm. They want a wide selection because yeah. that's been the biggest issue. When there Game Pass dropped, everybody was like, "Hey, we have access to all of these games." But the issue was the majority of them were 360 games that everybody's played before or remasters that again everybody's already played before they weren't coming out with anything new which is why they were doubling down on getting all of these uh all of these studios because of the fact that now they have this influx of all of these games getting poured into their systems but even then that's nothing new because think about it square enix for the most part is exclusive to uh playstation, PlayStation. uh insomniac is now exclusive to playstation mm-hmm. sucker punch exclusive to playstation naughty dog exclusive to playstation yeah, like for the most part there were already like things like this microsoft is kind of like 
just now figuring out that they could, I guess, do that? No, 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 no. So it wasn't more so that because Microsoft is always doing the same thing. What they're trying to do now is grab all of the up and coming new indie studios instead of trying to build one internally, which is what just Sony did say, from the jump because of the fact that they couldn't afford to make their own Yeah, studio. like Santa Monica like, came out with one of the greatest game series in the world, Fight Me, in God of War. Mm -hmm. And I don't even remember anything they came out with before. Yeah, because they weren't really put on the map. They didn't have the funding for any of that. And because of the fact that Sony was like, all right, bet. Um, we're going to fund you guys, make us a game, because of the fact that we don't have the time or resources to do it ourselves. Do a good job. We'll make sure y'all keep getting checks. And that's exactly what they did, which is exactly what Microsoft is doing now. Because remember, before, and this is another reason why they don't have many mascots, why they don't have a lot of exclusive shit, is Microsoft had their own studios for a lot of shit. A lot of their games were internally done. Yeah. Microsoft Studios did a lot. So because of that fact, they were putting more on their own shit instead of kind of branching out, in which they are slowly starting to do now. Because even with E3, this past E3, there was like maybe one or two games that I didn't want to play. And all those games just about outside of three were all going to be on Game Pass. So it was just like, you seriously mean I can play all of these games for free, brand new, with a subscription service. I got access to all this new shit. Yep. All right, bet. Cool. Here's my money. Like that's <laughs> and that's what they're fucking going after now. And even with that, let's let's kind of go ahead into this next thing. What do you guys think is going to happen with these new systems? Like, what do you, what do you the think that their failures are going to be? What do you think they're going to succeed at? So on and so forth. The, the first and foremost, only because I don't like this being a thing regardless, and I know it's going to happen. Uh -huh. I feel like at the very beginning, PlayStation will be just like, PlayStation 5 will be just like the PS4. Where will they be just like, like PS3? Huge, well, no, PS4. Okay. Where they won't have a huge release games of original IPs. Because think about it, besides Knack, Killzone, uh, Killzone Shadowfall, uh -huh. and Infamous Second Son, every, just about every other game that was announced for the PlayStation 4 in its starting lineup. Well, wait, reword that statement you just made. Uh, that was... No, 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 I'm talking about with the whole push of original well, IPs because you said they're going to be just like the PlayStation 4 and push a lot of original IPs but PlayStation oh, 4 really, did right, not. Really that. They didn't come out with a lot of original IPs for the game franchises as well. So yeah. like Infamous Second Son, uh, Killzone Shadowfall, Knack is an original IP. Yeah, Knack was the only original. Everything right. else was just Shout continuation. Out, Everything else was a part of a franchise but every other game that they launched with the PlayStation 4 I already had on my PlayStation 3. Yeah. I feel like the PlayStation 5 was going to be the same way. Because we still haven't seen Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, but we finally got another trailer for that, luckily. Yeah, which the game is going to be freaking amazing. But it's going to release on the PlayStation 4, and then they're going to be like, well, there's a remaster for the PlayStation 5. I mean, they did the same thing with The Last of Us. And the second one is coming out in like two months. Well, like four months. comes out like, what? But it's going to be PS4, though. Yeah, it's going to be on the PS4. They're going to remaster that for the PlayStation 5. That's the only that as But not right away though. So you're saying they're just gonna instead of creating new shit, they're gonna end up recycling. Remaster a lot of shit in the very beginning, which 
I mean, I don't mind because if I get a remaster of God of War, I fucking know I'm gonna buy that shit just yeah. to play but that on that bitch. God of War needs a remaster because of the fact that it does not run as well as it needs to. It blows up my play. It almost blows up my PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, because the, the you can't even play yours for like a while. Yeah, it killed my system for a little bit. That's dangerous. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're gonna re as far as like Last of Us, especially the new one. I don't think they're gonna remaster a lot of the games that's coming out for PS4 that year, that same 2020. Mm. If PS5 does drop later. In 2020, I think they're gonna remaster those right away, mm-hmm. but they're gonna do it eventually because people are gonna want it. Yeah, you know? people are which gonna is, ask for it. Yeah, but what's gonna be weird is we're in the we're in the remaster section of yeah. history right now because everybody wants to replay their old games in their old glory because they this went fine. back. Yeah, it's fine, but I feel like everyone has this. I think well, this is the reason why that's a thing. Because of the fact that everybody remembers uh, their games with rose-colored glasses. For example, Link's Awakening is an amazing game, but it had a lot of fucking issues. The remaster fixed a lot of those issues. Spyro was one of the absolute worst games (laughs) in history. But you got through it, and it was one of those things where it was just hard because you thought it was just hard. No, the game was hard because it was broken. Yeah, like Crash Bandicoot. Like, for example, my favorite Crash game of all time, Wrath of Cortex. That game was garbage when it comes to <laughs> like the gameplay. Mm. The control. The controls were always, horrible. There was always a latency. You would hit the button, and then it would take him two seconds. The spin to dash barely would like uh, the well the spin kick that he had barely yeah, fucking worked. Work. <laughs> like, there's one level that. Anybody who's avid players of Wrath of Cortex knows this level because it dreads us all. Bamboozled. Fuck that level. It was a level where he is in a giant glass ball and he has to fucking uh, platform across this bamboo fucking platform and get to the other side. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. And because of how broken the fucking controls were in that game, it was damn near impossible. Like, one of my favorite games was Sly Cooper. And when they remade it, it was the best thing ever. I didn't even, I didn't even remember the game was that smooth. Because it wasn't. Because it wasn't. They remastered it. I have it on my Vita right now, and I still play that. Every time I've gotten that game since it restarted being a remaster, I have planted it. Yeah. Here's the thing though with the remasters, it sounds like if that if that if this is the generation of the generation of remasters, it's gonna dilute a lot of the sales. But we're gonna get clustered with remasters. Look at look at Skyrim. That game has been released like Christ. five times. And I know but people that every single every time they they re-release it, it becomes the best seller of the month. Right. And they've been releasing that game for years. <laughs> so it's gonna be the same way. As soon as it, when they released the Witcher Three the first time, one of the best selling games, mm-hmm. contender for game of the year. They released it again with uh, Complete Edition, one of the best selling games, yep. nominated game of the year. And now they're about to drop it for the Switch. They, they did drop it for the Switch, I think already. I thought it didn't drop to the 15th. I'm not. Uh, it's the 22nd of November. I thought it was October. I'll look at that again because I've been getting ads saying, "Hey, go ahead and get." Witcher 3 on my Switch. So, I don't know. Because I think it dropped the uh, same time as Overwatch did. Because the Leg- uh, Legacy Edition of Overwatch is on Switch yeah, now, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it's probably going to be one of their best-selling games this month. Yeah. If it's a good game, people will buy it. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, with The Last of Us, I, I know I said that they probably won't do it right away, but if it hits like the first one did, the second one does, they're going to remaster like, it as soon as possible. Well, yeah, because remember, like when The Last of Us released, there was about a year and a half gap 
between that and the PS4 dropping. Yeah. Then a couple that. months after the PS4 dropped, they did the remaster, which makes it around two years between the first and the second release. Yeah. So that way. still is kind of the same window. Yeah. We can kind of see that as the same window. The, okay. the only thing I can see, because Xbox has way too much stuff going for it. Yeah. The only, the only thing I can see happening, and I doubt it will, is that they'll make too many consoles and their subscription base because I'm not buying an Xbox if every single Xbox game is going to be on the Xbox pad. But at the end of the day, that is a PC problem. A lot of people don't have built-up PCs like we have. That's fair. No, but what I'm saying is was in, in my mind as a consumer, what's easier for me to do? Build a computer that I can do a whole lot of shit with for cheap because like our computers do everything we need them to and are like what 600 bucks yeah which would is like what a couple hundred dollars more than buying but at the end of the day there are like the window of getting into building pcs is very very small because right. of the fact that there's so many misconceptions with how hard it is to build one your first time that people don't want to risk messing up $600 worth, $800 worth, sometimes even $1,200 worth. Like my first computer that I built was $1,200. And that kind of drifts them away from it. They'd rather just spend a couple hundred, like uh, three to $400 on something that they know will work every time. Right, but there are cheap, like, gaming computers coming out now that you can just get. Yeah, like, but a lot of those, box. but a lot of those gaming computers are shams. A lot of them say that they have certain parts. You break open, uh, break it open, and none of that shit is there. So you spent what? like, yeah, you spent like nine thousand dollars for like seven hundred dollars worth of parts, and you're constantly trying to figure out why the games that they say you should be able to play don't work. Yeah. And that's the unfortunate yeah. part of that. So tinnitus, tinnitus. <laughs> Damn. Tinnitus. But uh, when but it I'm comes saying, to like, they, that shit, it's not. That's more of a us problem than a consumer problem. Well, I was thinking of like, like let's say they're doing all of this, and then all of a sudden they have more well, let subscriptions. Me, let, me, let me clarify. That's a PC master race problem. That's yeah. not a. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it, I just don't want the one thing I don't I want because at the end of the day, as long as Microsoft succeeds, Sony will succeed. Yeah. That's how. This is how it works. Competition mm -hmm. is better for business. Exactly. Yeah. I just don't want them going. Oh, let's just put all of our games for like. What is it like 60 bucks a year? Yeah, and you get every game that you would have to spend $60 for because now I'm not buying every game that I want to play, I'm just playing it. While but at I'm the on. end of the day, multiple things happen none of the DLC is going to be on the game pass. Oh, so you, have to, you get okay. the initial game for free, people don't get mad at having to pay for DLC anymore. Yeah, yeah, because Plus, you pay $50 think, for the whole game, exactly. Think about it like this barely anybody are using the game pass right now. Which is why they are trying to put all of these uh, extra new games on it and all of that shit. When that happens, you widen that net of how much you're getting every month Money. off of that subscription. And there's nothing literally saying that because they have to what? put every single new game immediately on the Game Pass after this. Exactly. You and a like lot of times, yeah. what they're going to be doing, especially now, they are keeping the games on there for a set amount of time. And if you don't download them, you get, they're gone. Yeah, so okay. like how the PlayStation Plus works now. Like, they'll give you, like... It's a Netflix two, thing. Two games free, and then they'll be like, all right, next month we're going to get rid of those and give you two new ones. Yeah. Do you still get to keep those downloads? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I got, uh, because I want to kind of do a Yakuza series. Yeah. I have Yakuza Kiwami 
and zero, I think, on my system. I don't have to check. And they took them off, like, the month. They took them off the next month. Yeah, it's one of those, hey, here you go. That's fair. Yeah, and it's really dope. So... When it comes to that, and especially when it comes to us as consumers, we are not buying a brand new game every single month. We'll buy a new game, maybe two or three new games a year. Now, you take the cost of those, let's say, $120, right? right. That not everybody is even spending because of the fact that a lot of people are just saying, fuck it, buying used games, which the main people don't really get a cut of and on top of that you have the people who are just like you know what i'm not going to play it i'm just going to watch it which is also a majority of people now which is why let's players blew up mm-hmm. and you bring every the youtube the whole people just watching other people play the games that they want to play blew up too yeah you just want to play yeah you just want to see what the game is like. Exactly. Then there's also that select few that watch the gameplay play because they can't. That's play that's, that's yeah. 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 We just said the same point three different times. I, 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 I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's because when I heard let's play, I hear more of like the whole like you know the crossplay thing that a lot of people do that PlayStation has, where it's like if I have a game and you want to play it. Yeah, but that's not let's play. When I hear let's play, I say let, I hear let's go on YouTube watch somebody else play this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that's what he was saying. Yeah, let's so play some walkthroughs. Literally. It happens in discussions like these because. Be like that. Somebody will say a point in a different way than you either understand or will say, and then you just say the exact same point. But yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> we're about to go off on another tangent. Uh, you take all of that cost, right? Mm-hmm. And you essentially get now a recurring revenue monthly from this giant net of people. Now. Yeah. It's how Netflix went from uh, being a DVD. In the mail service. Mail service to an entire streaming streaming service. Exactly. Because they just were like, well, we got all this money. Let's just flip it around. And somehow they're losing money, which is crazy. Because of the fact that they are blowing all their money on their movies and they're not doing very well. On their original? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also on top of that, they keep raising the prices to try to uh, keep paying for all of these new shit that they're bringing in for licensing. Uh, I think for, to get absolutely everything. No, it's like, I'm talking about like just for basic, it's like $15, $16 now. Basic, basic two screen is like, 12. No, it isn't. It was 12. And I got an email that that shit went up, which is when I canceled it. Uh-huh. Shout out to the person that's letting me use their Netflix. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so no, bad. Don't tell them that. They, they trying to crack down on that shit now. Yeah, they are. Yeah, oh, they are. I mean, shout out to the shared TV that I have, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so when it comes to getting that brand new revenue source, it's going to do better for them in the long run. Okay. And on top of that, you go ahead, charge it for the DLC. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, you kind of fix the problem with games getting more and more and more and more and more expensive to make mm-hmm. because of the fact that everybody wants to stay at that $60 price range. People are already going to be paying 60 or more for these games in the long run. And they're also buying the DLC and they don't even realize that they're doing it because of the fact that people aren't upset that they just spent a $60 game and now they have to spend like 10, 20, $30 for something else. I realize that I'm doing that. My bank account I always, like that. Exactly. I, always never, I never got mad at that because I was all, because well, that's I because of the fact it. that me and you are like deep in the gaming industry. We know how hard it is and how long it takes and how much money it takes to keep yeah. these games out. Yeah. And a lot of times the majority of that money disappears when it comes to the marketing. Yeah. And think about it. Like, 
Think about how many DLCs came out for Borderlands 2. Yeah. And then think about, we just now got Borderlands 3. Uh-huh. So, and Borderlands 3 was not still, like, ready to release. But if they delayed it any, there would have been riots. Like, people would have been extremely pissed. It would have been... And unfortunately, people aren't patient. They aren't. When they see something they want, they want it now, and that becomes an issue. What's really worse is that... Because when you get trash, you can't get upset because y'all were going out of your mind. It's why I I laugh at everybody. Now, granted, 76 was trash, but it's why I laugh at everybody who was like, fuck the delays, I want this game now, and then got the game, and they're like, man, they should have just kept the game and not released it yet. Bitch, that's the entire point of delays in the first place. Mm -hmm. But then get mad when something gets delayed. Kudos to the developers that take their time on the games. That's yeah. like, no, shit and like Last of Us 2 is gonna be amazing. And a, a lot of times, it's not even it's the developers, like it's the publishers. Yeah. A lot, when the publishers have a date that they need something out by because they are just businessmen, yeah. they keep them to that deadline. It's part of the reason why Destiny was like a really, it was a really weird game in the very beginning of his life so yeah and because it was one of those games where we're, we're, let's clarify we're talking OG Destiny not Destiny 2 because Destiny 2 for the most part OG Destiny came out with PS4 right? it came out on everything okay PS4, PS3 360, Xbox One mm-hmm. it was just when uh, they're taking King expansion that's when they were like yeah we can't do PS3 360 no more yeah with that, it was like it was a lot of weird shit going on with that, with like how the game played out, how this was done, how that was done, and granted, it was a lot of behind the scenes with Bungie, but Activision also had a lot to do with that game as well. Yeah. To the point that everyone thought the entire reason Destiny was a horrible game was specifically because of Activision. But now, when you really look at it and you realize like all the behind the scenes stuff and why Destiny 2 when it first dropped played the way that it did that uh-huh. nothing was OG it was what a lot of the bigger heads of Bungie as well yeah cause a lot of the bigger heads of Bungie were like well they were a bunch of casual Activ- players yeah it was like Activision made us do this and it worked so let's just stick with it no and then which was funny what's funny about Destiny 2 Activision learned its lesson the representatives that were going to Bungie learned its lesson was like alright well y'all have more time if y'all need it but Bungie heads were like nah fuck that we just gonna go ahead and release it the way we did it because it worked we made a good amount of money on it and we're putting a lot more money into Destiny 2 so we need to make this money back that's what their biggest thing was because they put all of that shit into uh, they're all into Destiny 2 because I feel like what it was is that they felt like at any given point in time we'll just do another Taken King expansion and just reset everything exactly which is what they did and now the game is worse off for it Mm -hmm. yeah because we got the Forsaken expansion and and now now we got Shadowfall Shadowfall Shadowkeep Shadowkeep yeah Shadowkeep and everyone's like oh my god the game is so much better now I'm just gonna I'm not gonna lie it's gonna be a minute before I get Shadowkeep yeah I don't I don't even really care to play it anymore and that's crazy to think about because I loved Destiny. You love the gameplay of that game. Yeah. Which is smooth as a mug. Yeah, like I didn't give it. Like what hooked me on Destiny and Destiny 2 was the gameplay. I didn't even give a shit about the story. That's how good that game was. And story is a big deal for me. So for a game to be like, hey yo, we just good because of the gameplay. You don't even really give have to give a fuck about our story. That's just a lot. Because the only other games that did that for me was the Dark Souls series. Dark Souls, Bloodborne, uh, a lot of games, like for me, one of those games like that was fucking, um, 
fuck, what's the name of it? The uh, whole, like, most of the Ratchet and Clank series. Yeah. Like, most of those stories were, like, weird as fuck, but I didn't care because I had fun as fuck playing Exactly. The game. So, like, with, you guys, with you guys, I'm sorry, with you guys talking about, um like, story, back to what you said about um Rise, where you, just to clarify, when you brought up uh, Detroit Become Human, were you saying that Detroit Become Human did better at making actions that directly influenced the story compared mm-hmm. to Rise, or it did worse? Rise did not have any choices. So it was you were following a story and you were watching a movie yeah. and at certain times a you quick time event would pop up you wouldn't really do anything a quick time event would pop up to make you feel like you are doing those actions which isn't the case it's until so dawn had that same thing yeah but at the end of the day there were a lot more frequent a lot of shit whether you passed or failed that quick time event changed the effects of the entire story. Yep. People were like permanently killed off if you failed something. So literally why Fire Emblem is one of the best games ever because it's one of those games where because you usually be like, oh, I'm about to lose this fight. You'll let a character die off and bring it back. Fire Emblem says nah. Nah, that shit's gone yeah, forever. You let them die, they're gone forever. So if you guys saying that, you guys are, you guys were okay, not even okay, you guys are fans of Detroit Become Human. Absolutely. Because literally everything I, in that game I was, I was Again, that has to do with immersion and choice. Yeah. Rise didn't immerse you in anything. You were just watching a movie. Was, Detroit, Heavy Rain, even um, Beyond Two Souls. Beyond Two Souls. L.A. Noir. L.A. Noir, same shit. Where you literally got fully immersed in that world because everything you did had an immediate repercussion for it. Now, you may not see that repercussion until later on in the game, but everything was always immediate. Mm -hmm. But anyway, since this ended up going into just the gaming industry in general, which could have been a whole episode by itself, let's go ahead and wrap this up. What... um, we might do the Nintendo episode next. We're going to see. Possibly. Possibly. Anyway, guys, have a good weekend. This has been your boy Crimson Black. And Damien Drago. And it's Rain. And go ahead and be sure to follow all of our social media posts. Well, social media pages. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And may your flames burn eternal. Yeah. That same profound shit. <laughs> Back at it. I was waiting for it. I, like, I don't want to be like it's very profound. It's weird as shit. Well, just let me say it and move on. I, I didn't want to be the first one this time. Yeah, you did. You did kind of hound her, and I was letting you have that one too. <laughs> that was crazy. I was this close. I was this close. I guess I guess got to be quicker than that. All right, guys. Until next time. Thank you for letting us indulge ourselves once again. And again, have a good weekend. We will see you guys on Monday.